0: Uh, tonight, I wanted to take a uh, look at a few verses in 2 Corinthians uh, dealing with uh, some of the situations that all of us go through, and specifically what Paul went through. Um, you know, in this life, we're never promised anything perfect or easy um, when we read about living a Christian life. Uh, but in fact, when we look at Paul's life, um, we're going to read about how he had one of the toughest lives in the Bible. He was persecuted, immensely imprisoned, and ultimately died for the cause of Christ. So we want to know why Paul endured, and how Paul endured, and why we endure, and how do we endure uh, this life when we're faced with some difficulties. So we're going to look at a thorn in the flesh, which is in 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10. And it says there, At at least I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I'd rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So, what was Paul's thorn in the flesh? There's a lot of speculation, a lot of thoughts uh, concerning what this thorn in the flesh may have been. Some uh, uh, a lot of commentators say that it was severe earaches or headaches or epilepsy, malaria, fleshly temptations, poor speech. In fact, poor speech, um, they, they get this from 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 6, where it says there, I may indeed be untrained as a speaker, but I do have knowledge. We have made this perfectly clear to you in every way. That's out in the uh, NIV. So Paul was not a good speaker. He says it himself. Um, This is one of the reasons why it kind of convicted me to start teaching is because Paul says he's he's not a good speaker but he has knowledge. Well there's no excuse why we can't teach whether it be publicly or privately we have an obligation to do so. So it's amazing that even though Paul was weak in his speech God gave him the strength to be one of the greatest writers of the Bible and disciples of Jesus. So as we can see there's a wide variety of thoughts on what his infirmity could have been. Um, persecution was another one that people think it, it, it was. And then also poor eyesight or maybe even blind. It's thought that Paul had some, some vision problems. In Galatians um, 4 <coughs> verses 13 through 15 and chapter 6 of Galatians and verse 11, it says there, you know that because of my physical infirmity, I preached the gospel to you at the first and my trial, which was in my flesh. You did not despite or reject, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. What then was the blessing you enjoyed? For I bear that you witness that if possible, you would have plucked out your own eye and given them to me. So this is one verse where people think that Paul may have had some poor vision. Um, Based on this verse that he wrote to the Galatians, and it also in in uh, verse 11 of chapter 6, it sa- he says, "See with what large redder- letters I have written to you with my own hand." So apparently Paul wrote pretty big letters to uh, the Galatians. So I mean this is kind of speculation. There's no real uh, definite biblical explanation on what this thorn in the flesh might have been. Um, whatever this thorn was um, It was something that was difficulty in Paul's life It may have been, like we said, physical problems Or it may have been, if we take the context of the chapter False teachers Previously in the, in the chapter He talks about false teachers And I kind of think that this is what Paul's thorn in the flesh may have been It may not been a physical infirmity that he was dealing with But it may have been dealing with a false teacher Um, that he would have been battling with. So there's we can take this example of Paul, and we want to, as we go deeper into the lesson, we want to think about potential thorns in our own flesh that we go through, something that makes our life difficult or spiritually weak. So Paul's thorn in the flesh, he says, was a messenger of Satan. Basically, what this means in this portion of the verse is a messenger from Satan is... Anything other than the preaching of the gospel of Christ. So this kind of coincides with um, a false teacher. A false teacher could have been a messenger from Satan, basically opposing or being a false teacher among the church there in Corinth, um, not teaching the doctrine of Christ. So Adam Clark says this about uh this portion: he says, No infirmity. Of body nor corporal sufferings can affect and distress a minister of the gospel equally to the perversion of scattering of a flock which were the fruit of innumerable labors, watchings, fastings, prayers, and tears." Basically Clark is saying that there is no bigger problem for a preacher of the gospel than somebody who directly opposes the teachings that he's trying to teach from the Bible. So how do we deal with the difficulties and weaknesses Um, that we may have in our life. In verse 8, it tells us to pray. We can always go to prayer um, through anything that we go through. And it's always taught to us through the entire Bible that we need to go to God in prayer on everything. In verse 8, it says, Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. So Paul prayed three times that God would take this thorn in his flesh away. So this is also our our example with what we should do with difficulty and weakness. We need to go to God in prayer, plead with him as Paul did, and pour it all out to him as Paul did as well. So notice here that, that the number three, he prayed to him three times. Well, Paul didn't get the answer on his first prayer or his second prayer, but he got it on his third prayer. And I don't think the number means we have to pray three times to get an answer from God. Basically, this is, this is saying we need to pray until we have an answer from God, uh, continually in prayer, until we understand what God's will is for us. Um, so the next verse says in verse nine, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Well, God tell, told Paul, no. He did not give Paul the answer that Paul was looking for. And I think that's really interesting. Um, You know, Paul thought he had an answer to what he was going through, and God had a different answer for him. God had the plan that God wanted to do. So we may think that we have all the answers in our life for the problems that we have, but ultimately we need to go to God to figure out what that is. He knows what we need. So we need to ask ourselves, why do we rely on ourselves to fix our own problems? Why can't we think, why do we think we can or, or have to do it on our own? That kind of thinking is very self-centered that we can take a, take a problem on ourselves. It's not giving everything thing to God. It's not putting it in His hands. It's not surrendering to His will. So uh, we need to make sure that we are uh, going to Him for help. And here it says, God said that my grace is sufficient for you. So God's grace supports us when we have no other answer for what's going on. God's grace is sufficient for us uh, uh, in our difficult times. So God allowed this thorn to continue in Paul's life, but he would not let it defeat Paul. God will never let us have a difficulty or weakness in our life that we can't overcome. You know, he did the same thing with Job. He took all of Job, he let Satan take all of what Job had, but uh, uh, God said to spare his life. So when we are troubled or weak or have a difficulty in our life, um, that is when we need to lean on God most. And that is what God wants, and that's God's will. And I mean, it's, it's, we can all realize that as we go through life, through some hard times, we usually find ourselves praying and going to God then, Instead of, you know, like we normally do when everything's going pretty smooth. So uh, I don't think that's any type of coincidence either. I think that's kind of, I think that's a plan God had for us. You know, he, he, he in fact told Paul that, or we'll get to that. I don't want to get too, hard, too far ahead of myself here. But this, this keeps God in our lives. For us to pray to God, to be able to go to him, keeps him close in our lives. He says, my strength is made perfect in weakness. God's strength is proven when we are weak. That's a powerful concept. What a perfect answer to weakness. It's God's strength. And it is perfect. So God gave Paul and gives us thorns in order for us to remain humble. You know, Paul was a very proud and confident man. um, And God needed him to stay humble. And Paul said this earlier in the verses that, you know, uh, uh, some of the translations say, so I would not be conceited. God gave me this thorn in my flesh. So um, God gives us thorns to remember where our strength lies, which is in God. He gives God gives us thorns to keep our pride, keep pride out of our hearts. And this is this is the verse I was in verse seven. Therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh so Paul had seen and and there's reasons why Paul could have been conceited you know he saw the revelations of God he saw into heaven he had all this knowledge of God and and for someone to have all that knowledge you know I could see Paul being a prideful man because of those things that God had blessed him with so by nature he was a very confident man as well so um We uh, we can see that that uh, God was trying to keep Paul humble instead of to be prideful. The other thing is that Paul was not ashamed of his pride, or I'm, I'm sorry, not ashamed of his thorn. He didn't he didn't sugarcoat it. He didn't hide it. He was he was not ashamed that he had a thorn from God. He recognized what it was, and he fully trusted that God knew what he was doing. So. Uh, What difficulties or weaknesses are in our lives that God is allowing? What lessons is God trying to teach us? Is he trying to teach us patience? Is he trying to teach us to be humble or hospitable or generous and compassionate? What thorn is in our lives God is using to draw us closer to him? What is he using that we may be able to tap into his strength? So Paul continues immediately after God answers him. This is immediately what Paul says. Therefore I take pleasures in infirmities. So Paul accepted his answer right away and he and he and he uh, took pleasure in it. So therefore I take pleasures in infirmities in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. So why did, why did Paul say that he takes pleasures in these things? So if we have burdens in our life or distresses in our life or, or weaknesses in our life, something that just continually agitates us, maybe it's God trying to keep us humble in some way or keep us closer to him. You know, God wants us always to go to Him in prayer. So we need to look upon these situations as Paul did and take pleasure or be content with the problems that we have, is another translation. We need to be content with the things that we have in this life that are uh, sometimes we think are burdens to us. They draw us nearer to God. So that's the reason. The reason God allows thorns in our lives is for us, it draws us closer to Him. And that's how we gain strength, is by going to God and learning how to lean on Him. There's a, a poem for, from a Confederate soldier that I want to read. So a long time ago. It says, I asked God for strength that I might achieve. I was made weak that I might learn to humbly obey. I asked for health that I might do greater things. I was given infirmity that I might do better things. I asked for riches that I might be happy. I was given poverty that I might be wise. I asked for power that I might have the praise of men. I was given weakness that I might feel the need of God. I asked for all things that I might enjoy life. I was given life that I might enjoy all things. I got nothing that I asked for, but everything I hoped for. Almost despite myself, my unspoken prayers were answered. I am, among all men, most richly blessed. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So we need to learn and we need to know how to lean on God when we're faced with difficulties or weaknesses. That's what God is there. He wants us to lean on him. He wants us to... He wants us to go to him in prayer. He wants us to trust his will. So we need to do that. That's God's will. I think this is a great example of um, Paul teaching us a lesson on how to accept the difficulties in our life. We thank you for listening to our podcast put on by the Church of Christ at 2215 Plans Road in Bakersfield. If you would like any additional information or you would like to receive a free Bible correspondence course by mail, please email us at info at churchofchristbakersfield.com. Our service times are Sundays at 1030 a.m. and 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 730 p.m. Please make plans to join us. We would love for you to be our honored guest.